Hello, you guys, and good morning. It is a long time no talk to, and I apologize, you guys. I've been just dealing with a lot. Um, I definitely will inform you. I know I promised you guys that this year will be better and different, but let me do the little intro, and we can get into what we need to get into, my lovelies. Um, today is May... 21st no I'm sorry today is May 20 20th on a Friday at 9:44 a.m. um remember that you guys are smart you're beautiful you're important you're stars and don't let nobody tell you different um like I was saying I know it's been quite some time since I've been on here with you lovelies and I do apologize for that um I completely have been looking for somewhere else to stay um it has been the most adamant thing that I've been trying to do because my living situation has not been of me nor I like it um so if you don't like something in life you make sure that you work hard and your heart is to change it it's that simple um it might not happen overnight but with work and progress it shall be success um you guys i am here to talk about self-love and knowing your worth and knowing that certain things just cannot and should not be allowed when it comes to somebody disrespecting you and you not having respect for yourself um but it's completely lacking in the youth from 17 to 25 so abundantly nowadays in life. And it's the saddest thing I've ever seen in since I've been living. And even when I was that age, it wasn't even that bad because we at least had guidance and no self-worth and self-love. And they're completely missing that these days. And I'm not going to say and blame everything and point the fingers with how they was raised and in the parenting and all of that. But I am going to say that it do start at home sometimes. And sometimes it don't. It might start from where they running away from home because home is a little bit more self-conscious with telling them that and being more stern, which is could be the right parents, which is strict parents. That just doesn't allow certain things, don't want you to hang around certain people and don't want you to be involved in certain activities. And it's all for yourself and wealth and respect for and love that they have for you. And some of the teens fights against that with growing up as a teenager and they rebel against what should be versus what they drown themselves in and end up in different situations like domestic violence or criminal activity that they weren't even brought up around but since they had the urge to be around the wrong crowd or seeing the wrong video or was on social media and thought that they liked it they didn't have nothing else but be compelled with them things now don't get me wrong when I say that I'm from the old school and there are certain things that parents should have probably been doing when it came to disciplining their kids. Now, all dif discipline, the disciplinary that you have with 
in your household goes for different kids. You don't discipline kids the same way. And I'm saying that because you might have a child that is completely down to earth, very sweet, kind-hearted, wouldn't hurt a fly, not disrespectful, say yes ma'am, no sir. Um, just very, dis very non-confrontational, you know, very respectful. And them are the kids that are that that doesn't deserve to be physically hit every time they do something wrong. It's okay to just sit down and talk to your child and ask them what's going on and why are they acting out and this, that, and the third. Because it may be something that's a bigger root to whatever that is going on with them. Now, for the ones that are blatantly disrespectful to you, blatantly think that they can beat your ass. And, and I'm talking about at all ages. I'm talking about toddlers, too. They can get it, too. Like, so serious. I'm not being funny. I'm so serious. And if you're raising your kids to be a certain way towards you, it's only going to trickle down to when they grow up as young adults to adults to adolescents that they're going to do the same behavior to other people because they either A, wasn't shown oh, no, you can't disrespect me as your parent like that. And B, it's just not a way to respect yourself by completely tarnishing the good essence that you may have had in the inside to where people are not going to respect you. You want them to fear you, which is another word for you're going to either end up being a criminal or you're going to end up being in in the domestic you're going to be an abuser so um certain areas in life where your child is acting out or doing things that they shouldn't be doing discipline is in order i know a lot of us are scared because there's this so-called stigmatism against um parents that oh if you hit your kids that you're going to jail no you guys need to read the, the laws and the bylaws you can't leave bruises and marks. But that never said you cannot hit your kids. Okay? Sometimes certain kids need to be hit to be put back in line. Because their psyche is telling them that, oh, I can do all of this and not do, and, and keep doing it. And they're not going to do anything about it. No. Just like me hitting you and being your parent is going to hurt. You going out into the streets when you get older and thinking that you can go and do something wrong to somebody, whether that's hit them, um, try to do something criminal to them. They're going to, you hit somebody, you need to be shown that you're going to be hit back. So not saying that, oh, if your child gets a talking smack to you, that popping them in the mouth. Is showing them that, oh, if somebody starts talking smack to them, that they should pop somebody in the mouth. No, that's not the, the, the point, nor y'all know better. I'm saying it's showing them respect and rules that is set in place for them in life, not only as a child, but as when they grow older, that it's just certain rules in life, period, that you just cannot cross. You just cannot break. And that's been in part of society before we all was even here. And it ain't going to never change. Okay? You want to change a rule or a law, be some type of um, high 
government governor or senator or even a president somewhere that's where you are in charge of rules and laws and all of that and you can change that <clears throat> but until then you are a part of society which has to follow the rules and the laws of life and that's that simple the things that i've been seeing with the youth and them being in domestic violence situations has been asininely baffling for me and I mean literally from 17 to 25, they're completely lost. I seen this live video yesterday that went viral. Probably even her first time going viral. But it went viral because she was on there talking about her personal sexual life. And it had not happened to her, so of course she went live about it. And the live was about how... She was talking to this guy for a certain amount of time, which was like two months, and she contracted general herpes from him. And instead of him being a man and telling her right before they had sex or before even having sex that, oh, I have an STD, I think we should strap up, I think we shouldn't do certain things because this is that and that is this. It's not non-detectable. This is something that you can catch regardless of whatever we do, whether that's kissing or any of that. So that was the bitterness in him to actually sabotage and, and diminish her life and her lifespan because he was hurt. He was seeing her living her life and, and, and all on social media and been trying to get her for, she said, years, been knowing him for years Knowing him for years, and she finally ended up talking to him because I guess he got his his bag up, a.k.a. money up. So she was being an opportunist, and so was he trying to trap her into his herpes nest because apparently he has infected more than over 20 to 30 women. And, you know, 20 times 30 times 2 is 60, So and that goes on and so forth. So this is how they're spreading STDs in Milwaukee County. Instead of letting each other know before even going into the sexual encounter that, oh yeah, I have an STD. You should, um, you should go get tested. Or we should go get tested together before even having any sexual encounters. These are conversations that are being missed in the household with the parents because the kids are not staying around long enough. Or they're literally being disciplined for trying to go have sex and they be runaways and they've been gone from the house from their house ever since. This is why they don't learn and obtain these different type of things in the house because they run away before the parent can actually teach them these different things. So they're trying to grow, they're trying to grow and be of life a little bit too soon before learning the rules of life. And um, she was on there and she was talking about how he was, abusive and um he likes to pull hair and choke her and all of all of them really not okay traits which i'm thinking to myself like why is she talking about this just oh so like vividly like oh so just nonchalantly just normalizing the fact that he chokes and pulls her hair but just because he hasn't balled his fist up and hit her that it's not domestic violence it is it is 
You're supposed to be taught in your household where you're growing up. Your father is supposed to be showing you. If he's not showing you physically, if he's not around, your mom's supposed to verbally tell you what a man is supposed to and how he's supposed to love you. If he's going to touch on your neck, he's supposed to be massaging your neck for self-pleasure, for you to be feeling good, to care and love on you. If he's going to be doing anything with your hair, he's supposed to be washing your hair, rubbing your scalp, greasing your scalp, brushing your hair, showing sense of love of that nature. Not choking and pulling hair and all of that. And this stigmatism that came out for the past five years where social media influencers, social media people that then went on live, people that's making videos in 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 the music industry, normalizing these type of things that's supposed to be dominatrix. These are these are things that is considered dominatrix in the bedroom, things that is supposed to be of privacy. Where you're not supposed to even learn about this until you get into that sexual habitat that's being normalized like on the TV every day, everyday life. Like it's just normal everyday life. When you start them type of behaviors, it only escalates. That's just like when a man uh, hits you the first time. It's only so many times that he's going to hit you until he actually tries to kill you. That's how that cycle goes. Just like drugs you start off with some marijuana drinking then you start off with pills then when that doesn't suit you you start off with you know doing coke then you start off with heroin then you start off probably doing ice shit that gets a little bit more intense that's how it's the same thing with everything in life once you start doing something you have to elevate to make it either feel better or be better and sometimes none of that is better. Being hit and then being killed is not better in life. It's you literally accepting things that should not even be accepted. So this young lady is on there talking about how he's the best. She and he's abusive towards her and this, that, and the third. And she's like normalized him calling her a B-I-C-T-H and a slut and out her name and he's trying to He's basically then held her hostage from leaving his house to go back to her house. That was another masculine thing that she was normalizing. Like it was, she was laughing and thinking it was funny and, you know, and it probably wasn't like a real genuine laugh. It was a, oh, I can't believe I really allowed a person to do me like this. And then at the end of all of this, ended up giving me an STD. Now it could have been way worse. He could have gave her, contracted her HIV, but general herpes is just as worse because you can't get rid of that at all so the fact that he not only physically and mentally tried to break her he broke her sexual because you don't know if you're going to be able to have kids after that you don't know if you're going to be able to actually have any sexual partner that's going to going to want to deal with you after that like for life you're you're personal bedroom life is kind of over for a little bit and she's only 22 years old so it was really hurtful to see that she not only didn't think that she deserved to be respected and to be loved properly not to be touched in the wrong way
but she literally stayed with him after learning that he gave her herpes and gave other females herpes as well. She's saying how, oh, he was taking care of her. I'm thinking to myself, like, how you, he, how, what money in the world is allowing you to stay with somebody that is physically abusing you and mentally abusing you, but you found out he gave you herpes and you still staying around, but you got your own? You got your own house? You got your own car? Like, what in God's name is making you think that that stuff is okay? It had everything to do with what you had seen in life or what you have been subject to on on social, on the social media platforms. And AKA what you've seen in life. There is no way in, work, in, in God's green earth that you think that normalizing a man physically hurting you mentally and physically is, is normal or it's okay at all. That's where you, that's where she completely went wrong at. She should already know her worth and her self-love should have been way higher than what she was um, actively um, subjecting herself to. Like, she didn't have self-worth or self-love to know that, oh, it starts with the tone with somebody. And I mean anybody, not just a man. With the woman too. So if a person is not talking, if their tone is not right, and that's how you actually will find out if a person is even worthy of your, of your space, of your time, of your being, if their tone is correct when they come at you. And don't get me wrong, some people are narcissists and will act a certain way when you meet them, but the moment... A tone goes different. A conversation goes different. You should know that it's not going to last and you need to part ways. Because after the tone changes, then it's coming with uh, them calling you out your name. Then after, after calling you out your name comes, then it may be little things like snatching your phone and breaking it and wanting to see what you doing and telling you where you can go and what you can wear that's where the controlling come in at then after the controlling come in at and they feel like that they can control you now they're angry they're being angered even more they want to get physical with you then when they see that um when they physically hit you and they physically try to hurt you that that's not really doing anything and you or they you they phys, you they physically hit you and you like oh no I'm not gonna accept this oh no I got to get away from here oh no I got to go somewhere that that's just basically what that's gonna happen um then they try to sadly take you from this world that's how them things happen in that order. The fact that you can't identify when somebody doesn't speak to you correctly or you haven't even been taught or shown or even said, oh, baby, well, if he's not um, treating you like a lady or a woman or a queen, then you shouldn't even be talking to him. There is not one. I don't. I, me, me as a person with my self-love and how high I love myself so much, I don't even allow anybody to even talk to me out of the wrong tone if your tone is wrong i'm gonna let you know one time okay you can calm down your tone changed 
We're not using inside voices or your 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 octave is not at the same as mine. We're not you're not where I'm at with with the voice tone. So that means that you either either getting angry or you finna get angry. And as soon as you get angry, I don't want to see what comes after that. So the moment your tone change, I'm ready to, to part ways. I don't even give you a chance to say no type of curse words at me, to me, any of that. It's not happening. Not going that far at all. So if, and don't get me wrong, when I was younger, I might have indulged in that type of stuff. But not, not, not fully. I'm quick to get the hell of, of from around real quick. ASAP. Got to go. Get up out of here. Completely. You ain't got to tell me twice. You ain't got to yell at me twice. You ain't got to talk to me um, out of tone twice. I'm gone. Okay? So, the moment a person's tone is wrong, I don't even want to speak to you no more. You don't know how to speak to somebody. So, I know if you don't know how to speak to me, you ain't going to know how to treat me. And that's starting off with how to treat me. You don't know how to speak to me. So, I ain't, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Our frequencies is way off. Yours is whole, always up, up tone. Mine is just level, like a whole dead heartbeat, just leveled. So, baby girls and baby boys, if y'all don't know anything else when it comes to whether a person is good for you or not, it's how they speak to you. Please hear me when I say this. It's how they speak to you. If they tone isn't right, if they not coming respectful, ain't no, oh, what's up, shorty? Oh, what's up? Oh, what's up? Sup? That's no way to speak to somebody. I'm talking about them little words in vocabulary. They don't, they don't strike me as a person that knows how to speak to you. It's hello. How you doing? How was your day? How did you sleep? What you got going on? Can I take you out? Can we go have lunch? Can I go have a coffee with you? Now, bitch, which, when you gonna meet me at this bitch slut? Oh, none of that. She was normalizing this man calling her a bitch. She didn't even look twice. She calling all the females around her bitches. She calling herself a bitch. So I'm like, that's where that's where he gained the access to disrespect her because she disres disrespecting herself. She didn't show no respect for herself. That's why he's disrespecting and didn't show no value to her and her life. Because she's not showing no value to her life. Literally, how can you think that somebody's going to respect you when you're not respecting yourself, when you're not showing no self-love to yourself? How they going to love you properly? That ain't how that go. That ain't how that's never going to go. Ever. It starts with you. You put out that productivity for them to know how to treat you. So if you're going to act a certain type of way, then they're going to treat you that certain type of way. Then she's like, um, well, uh, he telling, he, he's having a conversation with himself, X, Y, Z, woo, woo, doing a bunch of narcissist stuff. And she's talking about, oh, it's a lot of stuff that's okay with me in a, in a, in a relationship. No, see, you messing up right there too. There's a not, a, there is not nearly half of the things that should 
and said what she said out her mouth should be even nearly okay. So where are you learning this from? Where are you getting that your self-worth is so low that you think that that's okay? It's okay for him to talk and treat you and, and handle you a certain way because he's he's spending a little money on you. What, what the hell? What is you talking about? And you telling other little girls this, that it's okay for a man to treat you some type of way as long as they cashing you. And baby girl, can't be cashing you that much. Can't be, because he buying you something to eat. He's giving you a little weed. He getting your hair and your nails done, buying you some lashes. Is he paying your rent? Is he paying your car note? Is y'all going on trips? Is he is he buying food in the house? Is he throwing engagements where your family is invited and he's paying for everything? And you're not dealing with him cheating, him calling you out your name, him putting his hands on you. If that stuff is not adding up, then what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Really? I just felt so away with this young lady talking and diminishing the lack of respect for herself that she didn't even realize. And I'm praying to God I can be able to share this to her so she can actually listen and learn something. And know that she is beautiful, she's smart, she's important, she's a star. He's seen the glow in her. That's why he wanted her so bad for years on end. There is no way your self-conscious told you, oh no, you turned him down that many times. It was a reason. You got weak in your flesh, baby girl. Your flesh got weak that one night at Savor's. In April, was it when she said he met she he met him? In April or March, at Savors on a Tuesday. Your flesh got weak. Or he was buying you drinks on top of drinks on top of drinks so he can know so you can so make sure that your flesh got weak to be able to accept him into your life, to be able to break you, and you not broken. But you broken in the inside because he completely did damage control. He definitely did. You was living your life in the spirit by your spirit telling you, no, he ain't good. He ain't. Mm, you all right. You all right where you at. You all right where you been. Keep doing what you doing. But your flesh got weak that day. And a lot of us don't realize that our flesh is the completely most dangerous thing that we can have a part of our, our whole soul. You have your flesh and you have your spirit body. A lot of us live in our flesh body instead of our spirit body because our spirit body carries us in, in, the, in the right mind, state of mind. And it tells us, it speaks to us and tells us what we should and shouldn't do. When you're not listening to your spirit body, that's that devil and that, and that um, angel on your shoulder. It's, the angel is the spirit, the devil is the flesh. Whether y'all know that or not. If you always listening to the devil part of you, which is your flesh, you always going to contradict yourself because you say, oh, man, I, I should have went with my first mind. Your first mind was your dang spirit. Okay? It was your spirit talking. That's what your first mind was. It was your spirit. And you decided not to go with that because your flesh got up, took over. So 
not knowing your complete your complete compatibility of knowing your worth is always going to be detrimental to your life to your lifestyle to your mental health and to your physical health in all aspects so i'm pleading with you guys to actually know what you are worth what your self-love should be you should not be vindicated to something that is not of you people can sweet talk you to something that you have never been or wouldn't even consider goes completely against your whole whole meaning of what you've been for since you as long as you've been living it goes against your whole values and morals they will sweet talk you into something that has never been you and that's your flesh that's they flesh trying to take over your flesh. Because when somebody's spirit take over your spirit, it's a great thing. It's a loving thing. It's a prosperous thing. It's a it's a loving, respectful thing. But when somebody else's flesh try to take over your flesh, that's them trying to control every aspect that is not good in them and trying to rub all on you. They're trying to rub all that bad energy and all that bad flesh right up on you to make sure that they done spoiled you for life. And sometimes that can happen with an STD or an HIV or with going with physical or mental abuse. That can happen. But then after only then you have to get right with God. Because God is going to be the only thing that's going to be able to pull you up out of that. I don't care how many people you go and speak to. I don't care how many lives you go and make and tell the world about your business. The only person that's going to be able to heal you from that business you done went and spread is Jesus Christ himself. Literally, take it to the king. Take them to the king. They don't have much to bring. Their heart is torn to pieces. Here's their offering. Take them to the king. Truth is that tired. Options are few. They're trying to pray. So where are you? They're all churched out, hurt and confused. Uh -huh. They don't know, they don't know what left to do. Truth is they're weak, no strength to fight. No heal to cry, even if they try, but trust that so he will make sure you won't die. Mm -mm. But trust him, he can save your life. Take it to the king. 
You might not have much to bring. Your heart is torn to pieces, but give your all for it. Lay it at the throne. Know that you are not alone. Just praise up to his glory and he will heal your soul you made many many mistakes but that is not what he says just know that your mistakes are lessons and you can always redeem that heartache and that pain just lay it at his feet and your heart will remain at peace and it will grow just know you're not Just know you're not alone. I just had to sing that real fast because it was in my heart to sing it. Listen exactly to what I'm saying and just know that you guys are never alone. Just know that you, your mistakes that you think you made, your mistakes is never a mistakes, baby. It's a lesson. It's a lesson. And he's always going to be there to bless you out of anything that you're going through. You have to know your value. You have to know your worth. Don't let nobody tell you different. You're smart. You're important. You're beautiful. You're stars. Thank you for listening. Please come back for part two. And I'm really, really hoping that you guys can manifest this and actually digest it. And know that I'm speaking out of love and not hurt or trying to soil anyone's name or trying to talk down on you. I'm trying to uplift you with your self-love and your self-respect that you're supposed to have from the very beginning of talking to anyone that you accept in your life. Please, please know that you're loved, you're important, and you're valued to be respected. Have a great day, you guys. I love you. Love you, lovelies. Mikey Carmen signing out.